How are you guys doing today? It's the Fourth Liners podcast once again. Um, and Bryce, it looks like we got our Olympic roster predictions wrong because uh, the team looks totally different from what we predicted. Yeah, honestly, man, I don't know what uh, what they were thinking with this team. Uh, you, you know, you don't you don't take McDavid, you don't take Crosby. Like, what are they? They're overrated. They doing? They're overrated. McDavid and Crosby are overrated. They wanted to make things interesting, you know. Daniel Carr, Corbin Knight. Those are the real guys that you want on your team to win gold. I hear Jack McBain is the next uh, Gretzky. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't I don't, I don't. know who Jack McBain is. Never in my life have. I, I just don't think we know anything about hockey, dude. He's from Boston College. So, like, there's a lot of college guys in, in, the, in the Olympics, which is kind of like, like you said before, like Miracle on Ice. That's This is the vibe it's yeah. kind of giving me, eh? Well, with the Russians, the Russians are going to be able to support, like, a legitimate team right because oh, they'll, they they'll stop the KHL it. they might take it although to be fair are they even Russia aren't they just Olympic athletes from Russia I think like, they're still not I think allowed that's to over. be Russia I think I could be um, wrong I could be wrong because in the world juniors I don't know if it's the same rules but they had Russia Russia, Russia jerseys so I don't know if that's oh. a different thing now but uh, I could be wrong there I, I know, but I remember in the World Juniors, they had their Russia jerseys on. So it could be over by now, but could be different rules for the Olympics. True. I mean, I just hope, you know, the Olympics uh, happen because uh, at this point, the world might uh, explode. Yeah, I mean. From all of the, the, the wonderful things happening in Eastern Europe right now. Playing I mean, during World War Three. Yeah, you know, just, just some good old. I'm shaking G Fuel while I'm talking. I probably shouldn't do that. Just some good old things, you know, going on during the Olympics. Thanks, Russia. Thank you for that. Hope your team's good. Have fun. They probably will be yeah. really good. I mean, Cole chucks their GM, which is <laughs> he might just play. Well, well, yeah, watch him be the GM and play. That would he should just play. I don't know why he wouldn't get yeah. Pavel Datsuk in there too. Oh, he's probably on the team, no doubt. Does he still play? I think he does still play in the KHL. And. He's still he's still pretty nasty. I've seen clips of him. I don't know what team he plays on, but I mean, pretty unbelievable. Let's check out Pavel Datsuk's uh, hockey DB. Is he playing this year? I forgot about Pavel yeah. Datsuk. Yeah, he is playing. I forgot about him. How old is he? Is he forty? I feel like he is. What year is it? Oh, it's twenty twenty two. Maybe he's not playing. He played in twenty twenty one. He had uh, thirty five points in fifty one games. Not bad for the, his age. He's not um, even that old. Ah, uh, yes, he is. He's 43. Never mind. Okay. He's pretty old. That's crazy. That's crazy to think. I mean, I don't know. I think he should come out of retirement if he is retired to play. I think he's immortal, honestly, Pavel Dastu. Uh, One of the greatest ever. Russians. His hands his hands were unreal. Yeah. I like, don't know, man. He's like, the, he's like the last remaining, like, super Russian from, like, the Soviet era. Exactly. Like Pavel Daszak was like the one guy that can make you look so stupid, just like just oh, from stick oh. handling the puck, man. Didn't, oh, didn't even have to score a... on you. You'd look stupid either way. And then you, we're not even talking about his defensive ability because this guy won the Selkie like every year, right? Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I think he's a good guy too. Um, just, I mean, Detroit man, Red Wings he looks legend. Russian though. He does look Russian, right? Man. Like if you look at the uh, guy, you would you would just know he's Russian just just by looking at him. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so Canada's uh, twenty five player uh, 
list was revealed today or a couple days ago actually yep um apparently it was released on accident so i don't know what's going oh, on oh really yeah apparently but there's some pretty interesting players on it for team canada like obviously it's not an nhl team but there are some decent some decent names on there that i think maybe could get canada a medal i mean i think canada still medals uh gold would be tough with the russians releasing khl players but well, i think a medal is possible the thing is about this team i think they're going to be definitely better than the u.s team um oh the u.s team is rough well, the u.s team is basically built out of college players and yet the the team canada has some college players on the on the roster here it's kind of a mixture of like ahl shl um some KHL guys, also some guys from the World Juniors, right? Like Mason McTavish, um, Owen Power. And then you have guys like Devin Levi that played the, the World Juniors last year. Um, I mean, it's and then you get guys like Jason Demers that's playing in the KHL, but he was recent NHL, you know what I mean? So it, it's a nice yeah. mixture of a bunch of guys. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I think they could put up a fight, honestly, if it, against Team Russia. But Russia is just going to be full on... Dastuk, uh, who, who are the other guys? Play? I guess they I guess Ovechkin and <laughs> Malkin aren't there. So, but they they must have pretty good players in the KHL. They're already playing. I mean that their roster hasn't been released, right? Uh not that I'm aware of, but I'm sure it'll be released soon. The Olympics are in February, right? Oh, yep, it is released. Oh, it is. Russia has released it. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> How? What does it look like? Uh. So- let me let me okay names I recognize here Anisimov, Grigorenko, okay. Nikita Gusev. Uh, uh, Chibisov, Mar- 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 Marchenko, maybe I don't know. Hold on, these are all. Jeez. Uh, Nikish Nikishin. Um. Well. Well, here, here's the funny thing about Russian... Um, yeah, this isn't that hot, honestly. Uh, yeah, because a lot of the, their good players are in the NHL, right? Like, yeah. you're not going to have Kaprizov, you're not going to have Melkin, you're not going to have Ovechkin, right? You're not going to have Kucherov. So, yeah, at the same time, though, we don't really know. Like, a lot of these guys could be, you know, 25 goal scorers that we've just never heard of because they're career KHLers, yeah. right? Yeah, like, think about and, you never heard of... Um, Ilya Mikheyev before until he came to the Leafs, right? And like, yeah, he's a pretty good player. Know, that, it's probably going to be a pretty quality roster. I would still favor them. Yeah, I um, mean, they're pretty. It looks like yeah, they. I've seen, I, re- I recognize some of these names, but not all. I though. mean, Anisimov, obviously. Yep, he's he's recent. Uh, and then uh, Mikhail Grigorenko. Yep, pretty good. Uh, Nikita Gusev is another one. So, like a lot of these guys might be like twenty-five goal scorers, right? In the second best league in the world. So yeah. that's. They're, they're going to be good. They're going to be... I mean, I think they're gold favorites. I think Kirill Marchenko is a prospect, too, in the NHL. Yeah. Um, but it, the thing is about Russian... This, this is not related to the Olympics, but young guys that are being drafted out of Russia, there's a rule now, and I'm pretty sure they can't play like until like five or four years after they're drafted. They have to stay in the K, or the rest of their KHL contract. So, oh, yeah, what? it's Mich- uh, Mitchkoff. So, Mitchkoff. If anyone drafts Mitchkoff in the Connor Bedard draft, he can't play until his contract's up with the KHL team he's with. So, that's what happened with Pod Colson. Yeah. 
Yeah. He was he was supposed to go top three in the draft, but because he had signed a contract in the KHL, he slipped to 10 for Vancouver to take. Yeah. I think that's the and, dumbest thing, but I, I guess I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like... The, oh, it's the KHL not wanting to lose its players, players man. Yeah. They, get, they get real pissy now about, about young players going to the NHL. Well, like, I remember when Pod Colson was over there, they were trying to, like, strong-arm him in, into staying. Yeah, no, and I, I bet I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, threatened them, you know, a little bit. And yeah, just to stay, because I remember, it, it, honestly, it dates back to, what's his name, Mogilny? They yeah, had to like I had to go sneak him out of Russia to get him over here because they drafted Pavel, him. Pavel Bure, dude, yeah, had to be snuck out. Exactly. Like, it's uh, it's it wasn't Malkin snuck out. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Or, um, something weird with Malkin. Something weird happened with Malkin where they had to like get him out. I don't remember. But um, yeah, the KHL does not want to lose its good young players. No, and. Uh, it sucks because, you know, there, I feel like there's a lot of good Russian talent that just like never gets a chance to really come over here and play. It's kind of like what it used to be, right, with the Soviet bloc and how you know they only started to show up in the '90s. Yeah, but I I don't know, man. It's annoying, and and so yeah, you have really good really good players who slip far in the draft because they can't come over for like four years because teams want them instantly, right, under their control instantly. It, that's I mean. I get why they're doing that. It's just it's how Russia is with their their players. They don't want to lose them because I guess a lot of things, man. It, it, <laughs> yeah, they are a lot of things, but I, it's probably like a little bit of a competition, right, between the NHL and the KHL because the KHL is the NHL of like you know Russia. Yeah, well, bro, I think they should do a series like they do with soccer. How they have like the UEFA, where top top teams from every league will play against each other. Yeah. Bro, I want I want to see the NHL's four four no not even best I want to see four NHL teams go up against four of the best KHL teams. Who do you I think would bet, win? Oh, the KHL teams would get rolled. You think so, bro? I I think pretty much I think pretty much any team in the NHL except maybe the Arizona Coyotes yeah. would beat the best KHL team. I think I think a Pee Wee hockey team can beat the Arizona Coyotes. Well. Me and you, we strap up some skates. We could be. I think we could beat the Arizona. Yeah, you not feel the thrill, but I mean, or, Clayton Keller's been pretty sick. Clayton, oh yeah, and Shane Goss is spare. So I mean, we can't. Yeah, we can't diss I mean, him that much. Goligoski. So, I picked up Goligoski on our uh, fantasy team. I saw that he's on Minnesota. Goligoski right? plays Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. sorry. He used Minnesota. to play. He used to play I? for Arizona. Recently, yeah. Recently, um, we could. I can. I can. I can tell everyone what. The Canadian roster is because they did come out with it. I think it was today that they come out with it. I think that's when I saw it first. Officially, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll announce the the players how they have here: Daniel Carr, Corbin Knight, Ben Street, Jack McBain, Eric Stahl, which is probably going to be their captain. I'm assuming. Um, Adam Tambellini, Eric Odell, Daniel Winnick, Adam Cracknell, Mason McTavish, Landon Ferraro. David Dayarnay, well, that's a that's an interesting pick. I like that. I used to like him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jordan Wheel, Joshua Hosang, which uh, that's interesting to me. Interesting. I think everybody he's a decent craps player. on Hosang. Yeah, everybody craps on Hosang, and now you know you got to cheer for him because he's on the yeah. Olympic team. Right? I mean, he, I think he has a little a lot bit of, of yeah. attitude, but I think he's a good player. You have a lot of older people, man, who get like I don't know why they get so angry at the mention of Josh Hosang. It's like okay, he's got an attitude. And, you know, maybe he's not as good as he says he is, but 
people get like angry when they hear about Joshua Hustang. It's like, haha, <sighs> now you have to cheer for him because he's wearing the Maple Leaf. I mean, he might help out this team. He might, right? Like, and he was looking good for the Leafs at the beginning of this, like, you know, the preseason. But uh, what happened to him? He's playing the AHL for the Marlies. So, that, I mean, maybe. What's the, his problem I, besides I, the attitude? I think that might be it. Or he just can't find his game. Man, he, he wore number 66. He was the one that, you know, wore Lemieux's number, which no one has the balls to do. Lemieux said he was okay with it. But, like, he's just, he, I think it might be just his attitude. Just, uh, and that's what has derailed his career a little bit. Because he's a first-round pick, right? He's not, like, a bum. Yeah. Um, but And he's still, like, relatively young, too. But um, I don't know. I think he's a decent player. Like, I think he can score some goals for them. But I think it's the attitude. Like, on the Islanders, that was definitely the problem. His attitude uh, just didn't get him called up to the NHL. And once he was, he just... I, I, honestly, I, w- I don't really know because I wasn't in the locker room to see that stuff, but I'm assuming that's what the problem was with him. But, uh, yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, but uh, there's also Brandon Gormley, Alex Grant, don't know who that is, playing the KHL, Owen Power, another world junior guy, Tyler Witherspoon, Matt Robinson, Mark Barbio. He played, I'm Barbio. looking at Matt Robinson right now. He's a career KHLer. Is he? Yeah. Oh. That's honestly, man, I think it's kind of cool that guys like him get to step into the limelight. Yeah. And, you know, like guys who got like Canadian players who have been very successful playing in the second best league in the world. We just have no coverage, right? Of it. Well, that's the thing. They so, get, to, get their time to shine. Some guys that have been overlooked yeah. in the NHL are playing on the biggest stage right now, right? Like in the Olympics. I mean, this guy's played in Moscow. This guy's played in Moscow for like seven years, man. That's That's insane. I, I just I don't ever think I would be able to do that, you know, to go play in Russia. Apparently, when I'm a Canadian. It, that the KHL is the Wild West, man. Besides like the top three teams, it is the Wild West. There's like Whoa. no ethics. Like the, the I don't think I don't know if there's a players union. It's like it's well I don't know. I was listening to uh somebody talk. Who was it, man? I was listening to somebody talk about playing over there. Um. Oh, I can't remember who it was. It was on like spit and chiclets. Yeah, and talking I about do how... remember that too. Remember who who that. is it? Who is it? I can't put a name to it, but I know Ryan Whitney played a little bit in the KHL. Um, they were ta- he he was just talking about how crazy it was and like how he had. Hold on, I know who I know. About... I listened to this episode too, but I know Ryan Whitney played a little bit in the KHL, and he was talking about how crazy his coach was. And he ended up leaving. He didn't play a lot of games there, but I know who I know who you're talking about. And he said that it was kind of unbelievable. The and like where he lived was kind of insane too. Like it wasn't the nicest place. And, um, I I don't know who it is. I it's blanking my mind. Well, you search it up. I'll I'll say the rest of the roster. Um, I'm trying to find it, man. I know it's bothering me actually a little bit. It is bothering me. Um, Frank Corrado. Ah, yeah, that's him. Yeah. It wasn't Spit and Chicklets. Sorry. It was, um, Dangle's podcast. He bangles. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. There was, there was a guy on Spit and Chicklets that was talking about the KHL though. I know there was, cause I've listened to an episode like that and they, they say how crazy the coaches are there. Like. Oh, Bissonette played in the KHL, right? No, I don't think he, no, he didn't. It was Ryan Whitney that did. 
But well, he says it says uh, I'm looking at the title of the video. He uh, Paul Bissonnette on playing overseas. Quote: He'd come in the locker room with AK-47s. Unquote. What? I think he did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Paul Bissonnette played overseas. Paul. Hold on. Paul Bissonnette. Pretty sure. I thought he, that's great. What? Or not? What? Why is he saying? Maybe that he does joke around a lot, so I can see him like not actually playing there. Oh, yeah, maybe he's talking about, maybe he's quoting somebody else. That's probably he, what it is. Oh, he, that, that's probably what it is. Yeah, he, he retired on the Ontario Reign in the AHL. Yeah, man, this Ben Street, dude, he's point per game in the Dell. Really? He's from Munich. Yeah. Well, there you go. I didn't even hear of his name, and he's a great player. So, um, but I'll finish uh, it up I here. I mean, all these guys are good. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Mark Barbio, Barbario, that's how you say his name. Do you know how to say his name? Bar- Barbario, 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 Barbario. Bar- Bar- yeah, <laughs> man, that's Barbario. Like, it doesn't look hard when you look at it, but when you say it, it is hard. Um, Maxime, Barbario, Maxime, Nor- Barbario, Barbario. There you go. That's that sounds better. Nope. Barbario. Uh, now you messed me up. I know. It, I had it. it. My head just can't Barbario. process that. Barbario, 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 Barbario. There you go. I'm not gonna try Barbario. It again. So okay, that's fine. Maxime Naru. Um, don't know who that is. He's playing in the uh, the S the, the ZSC Lions, the the team that Matthews played for. And then you got J- Jason Demers, which will probably have a letter on him as well. He's a pretty good defenseman. This guy still. plays in the this guy plays in the Swiss league. Man, I, I he played six games in the NHL for Minnesota. Six games. Yeah. Well, I mean, he He's played in Swiss A pretty much his whole career. Well, AHL a little bit. That's the case for a lot of these guys, right? Like they played maybe yeah. a few games in the NHL, and then this they they've had better careers overseas. So, um, but then we go. I mean, he's racking up a lot of points. Really? Um, As a defenseman, yeah, that's pretty good. Then, um, then for the goaltending is Devin Levi, which is another World Junior guy, but not from the recent one, like the year before. Um, he's a yeah Buffalo Sabers prospect, right? He was drafted, but him. yes. Yeah, um, and then Edward Pasquelli, Pasquelli, I think that's how you say his name. I'm not entirely sure, but I do remember when he was, I think he was in the the Winnipeg Jet system, but um, I could be wrong yeah, there. Yeah, he, uh, he played for the Lightning three games. Three games, okay, well, there you go. Let's see, short, short careers in the NHL, but they still played there, but he's been playing in the KHL. It's pretty cool. Nasty numbers in the KHL. Really? Nasty numbers. Really? Nasty numbers in the KHL. That's so funny to me to see like to see that. Nine, 46 games played, 930 save percentage. Man. Nasty. The, the difference from the NHL to the KHL, like that is just unbelievable to me. Um, and see, I like that too because he's going to be accustomed to the KHL shooters he's seeing. That's true. Maybe that will work out for them, right? Work in their favor to yeah. have a guy that's faced these shots before. Right, um, I don't know who Matt Tompkins is, but he plays in the, plays in the SHL for for Londa. So he might be pretty good if he plays for for Londa. I think Edward. I think Edward Pascal's my guy. You know what? I would bet on him to do well. I think I think he's my guy, dude. Edward Pascal instead of Devin Levi. Matt. Ah, uh, I think I would I mean, switch Devin between Levi's them. So young. I mean, I give. I don't I, know. I give with, him a chance. With, with the numbers that Pascal has, man. Like, dude, I like like a nine thirty save percentage in forty six games played. Are you serious? 
Yeah, I mean, that is pretty good. That is unbelievable. He's Frolunda Hockey Club. He's okay. Uh, 913 save percentage, 14-8-0. Yeah, he's played in the AHL a lot of his career. Hovering around a 900 save percentage. Yeah. No, man, it's. I think I think they're betting on Pascal here, dude. I I mean I do too, considering the stats you're saying he has. So, um, a pretty decent roster for the for the most part. You know what I mean? I like you know, for the circumstances, I like it. Yeah, I, I really like how they dipped into the World Junior Team with uh, Power and uh, McTavish. Yeah, I like uh, that. And, I do and, like that too, because they're good players. And then the f- the fringe NHLers they brought in, like with uh, Eric Stahl, uh, Daniel Winnick, uh, yep. Demers. Yep. And then, and then I think they have a really good collection of solid uh, overseas players, right? So, like with Pascal, um, Matt Robinson, who's a KHL veteran, yep. right? I I think uh, I think it's not I think it's not bad. Like Eric Stahl leading this team, I think that's not yeah. bad. He's done it before, man. Eric Stahl's been the captain. Team Canada a bunch. Oh yeah, and, and like, like the Spangler Cup and all that. And like a guy like David Dayarnais, like he used to be good for Montreal. He used to be like their second line or first line center. All right. So yeah. He's short. He's Landon Ferraro nine, too. Yeah, Landon Ferraro. That's Pretty- Ray Ferraro's son, right? Who the hell is Jack McBain? That's a. I, I just really I've like heard his that name. name. I've heard that name. I just like his name, Jack McBain. I've heard that. Sounds mean. Plays for Boston College, so he's a younger guy. Oh, he's young. Yeah. He is owned by the Wild. 22 years old. Okay. That's not bad. Good numbers. Good numbers. I, I don't mind that. For Boston. I don't mind that at all. I mean, I they're definitely going to get a medal. I'd have to say. Like, uh, well. I'd hope so, at least. I don't know, man. This The problem is, is this really evens things out with like Sweden, Finland, Czech. Yeah, you know, like those teams now become become pretty close to even with us, if not already even. Yeah, I mean, I guess it this makes it very unpredictable because with the NHL players, it's very predictable of who's going to win when it and then then it comes down to the final two teams that are facing for the gold medal. But it, it just makes it kind of more exciting to me, honestly. Didn't the, Germany make the finals last Olympics? Did they? Yeah, wasn't it Germany and Russia? I, I mean, you could be right there, but who who who's on Team Germany that made them so good? Well, that's the thing, dude. So now we're ha- like, we have we have players who play like okay, we're filling up our roster with KHLers, SHLers, guys who play in the Dell Finnish Elite League, right? Yep. So like, okay, so those other countries are gonna have players who are very similar at that skill level, and probably more of them available to use yeah so that it, it just you know it equals out like you know good players play in the dell good german players play in the dell really good swedes play in the shl it's it's just it, it i don't know man it makes it a lot more close i guess we leagues. don't know right like because just we we don't pay attention to those leagues right so we don't know what type of players they are and like some people like that follow those leagues are probably like, yeah, those are really good players. Like this is going to be a tough competition. I mean, and then you go to the Olympic roster. I mean, sorry, the U S roster, their majority college guys. I think they're all, if not, they're they're all. Yeah. All college guys. One KHL. 
No, for for USA. Yeah, for USA. I, or are there's a few KHL guys. Is there? Kenna Agostino oh, plays in KHL. Yeah, yeah. Andy the, the, Meal, uh, Brian O'Neill, SHLer, Nick Shore, KHL, Stephen Camp for KHL. Yeah, the, there's majority, just, there's a lot a college of college. Yeah, majority which makes me college. think that. And it makes me. Th- I don't know. They're weaker for sure. Like the USA is really weak. I think they without NHLers are, but even college hockey is very fast hockey. You know, and it's very exciting yeah. hockey. So I mean, they might bring in an entertainment factor to this team, and like they have guys like Maddie Beniers, the second overall pick, and then Jake Sanderson, who's a fifth overall pick. Right? They're pretty good. I see what they're trying to do. Yeah, they've inserted some veterans, but I think they want to like get a bunch of kids who can get in- inspired, you know, like Miracle on Ice type stuff, right? That's what it exactly th- reminds me of. It's just, yeah, I think they're just trying to get this young group of kids, and they're hoping that they come together for them. Well, that's what it used to be like, right? Like that's how they select the players. Is out of college, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, NHL. Yeah, I man, I'm so sad. I don't get to see McDavid. Or Crosby and well, the Maple Leaf well, together. I don't th- sucks. Yeah, because I don't think Crosby will ever. I, he won't play that long. I, I, I just considering his injuries, you know, I, I don't know if he'll play know, in do another. You, Olympics. Do you think Crosby's here for four more years? Maybe, maybe. It's, it's just hard to tell. Crosby has. I think he's so the type of player that's always going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I think as long as he's playing, he's going to get considered. Yeah, and maybe if he isn't playing, if he's retired, they might ask him to come play. <laughs> I would. If there's no NHLers again, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Imagine Crosby. Yeah, I, don't I mean, look at look at Lemieux, man. Lemieux came in when he was like 43 and like led Team Canada in like 2002 or something like that. There you four? go. There you go. Four. I I don't remember, but uh, honestly, there you, World Cup of Hockey. There you go. Right, like, and it's like Eric Stahl, right? Eric Stahl was like, uh, he's been a been a NHL captain. He's been a Stan- he's a Stanley Cup winner. He put he puts up points as well. Like he's not a bad player. He's a really good player. Stall's still good, man. I, I'm surprised he's not playing. Since his current team is AHL Iowa, but I don't think he plays for the Iowa Wild. No, I doubt Stall's down there. No, Iowa. No. Iowa. Well, hold on. I think he still has to be signed. Uh, I mean, is he playing? No, he's played four games. Four games, five points. Oh, really? Good on you, Eric. Yeah. This season. This season. Interesting. So he just didn't play after that? I don't know. I probably just... I don't know. I know they have weird veterans rules down there in the AHL. Like, you can't send out a veteran and have him play every game. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, is that enough uh, Olympic talk for you? That is enough Olympic talk, just for now. I mean, it's, it's going to be yeah, interesting to see. Yeah, we can talk see. more about it leading up. It'll be cool, though. It will be fun to watch, just because we don't know what's going to happen. You know? Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, a big trade target here that we didn't uh, talk about last video. Yeah. Uh, or last episode. Th- there's a f- there's a few, but this guy is going to be interesting to see what the they can get back for him. And um, that guy is JT Miller, which is kind of an unbelievable player, right? Like, uh, yeah. Any team would be lucky to him go. Him. I mean, yeah. Isn't that sad? Would you? I get that. Is his contract coming up next year? Next season. Next season. So, like, I, I, I don't like the idea of them giving him up just because I think he still has a few years left in him, but they might not be able to afford him, right? So maybe they're well, That's to- not the point. Yeah, the, the point is, is he's going to want a lot of money. Yeah. And he's not 
within he's not at, at the correct age range i think for the plan that that rutherford has for the canucks i see and uh so that's why they they, they want to move him now when he has like a, a stupid amount of value a lot of teams want him he's a point per game player he's a point per game player on a team that was absolutely terrible at the beginning of the year they're better now um but yeah he's it's becoming more and more sound it's sounding more and more like he's gonna get moved which um, sucks. Speaking of the Canucks, though, and management there, the first ever female assistant GM was hired. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't. She's French, so I, I, I will butcher her name. It's Amelie. Um, uh, oh, Emily. Emily. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, see, Emily, I butchered uh, it. <laughs> Emily Caston Castongi. 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 She's 38 years old. That sounds too. right. Yeah. Yeah, she's young. Yeah, it's cool. Um I'm I'm happy for her. Uh and I, I she seems smart. She was the agent for Antoine Roussel and uh, let us wow. remember that Antoine Roussel uh Antoine Roussel's contract was absolutely terrible. Uh so she did a good job. So <laughs> I think uh I think she's good, man. Uh, apparently she's going to be handling a lot of the cap stuff. That's good, so. man. That's really nice to see, honestly, just that emerge into the the NHL. I'm, I'm sure we're going to see more of that, right? Wasn't there a, a girl that, or a woman, sorry, um, that was considered for the GM role for the Canadians before they hired Maybe. Kent Hughes, I think? Oh, guys her, know? this girl. The, uh, oh, it was uh, her? Castongi, yeah, yeah. They, they, wanted, uh, they wanted her or they were considering her, but the Canucks got her. Well, that's so, that's awesome. She must be very valuable then, if a, a few teams are wanting her as well too. So no, she seems really qualified. So yeah, I'm happy. I'm pretty sure it. she played D1 hockey too. Like she knows yeah, hockey she pretty well, and this is awesome. I, it's awesome to see. Like you see a lot of female uh, AHL referees. Like true, uh, it's been a it's been a surge of female referees in the AHL, which is nice to see. Um, it's the game's changing in a good way. So. Um, we'll see more of it. I'm sure there will be more of this in the in the in the future. I mean, you got Haley Wickenizer um, in the Toronto. Who Police. is literally a like a superhero, dude? She's like, a doctor. She's got a doctor. <laughs> like, like that's just that's just good. At, like, man, like right there. Like, she's a doctor, Olympic hero for Team Canada, um, hamburger helper, spokesperson. <laughs> man, she's everything you can name, right? I um, love hamburger helper. Oh man, that was the college go to. Oh, oh, dude, I would, I would always saute up some broccoli and throw it in there. You'd feel like a chef a little bit. You just throw away the box and you'd be like, uh, I, you know, you know, this is this is uh, chef tri- triple A beef that I'm putting on here, you know. But uh, um, yeah, yeah. So J T Miller uh, is probably going to get traded, and there's some teams interested in him, including the Rangers, the Bruins, and the Wild. Uh. Honestly, as a Canucks fan, uh, I'm okay with it. Like, okay, we, like get as much as you can for him, right? So, I know that the Canucks are looking for prospects, uh, especially right-handed defensemen. They're looking and for the prospects? Rangers have a, yeah, like we're talking rebuild, dude. Dude, how many times do they have to go into a rebuild? Well, they never re. That's the problem. They never rebuilt. They Benning did this dumbass retool that never worked. That is so frustrating. And, and we, and I'm we not even a Canucks we fan. We squandered two really high picks, man. We we squandered Jake Furtanen, like sh- shit pick, and Ole Uolevi, another shit pick. 
when really good. Yo, you know the the Canucks could have got William Nylander instead of Jake Vertanen. No, <laughs> that's that sucks. That and is you know brutal. and you know the Canucks could have got you know the Canucks could have got uh, Matthew Kachuk instead of Ole Ulaiki. I do remember that. I remember them passing him up, and I think well, Canucks like, fans are pissed off about that. Yeah, a little bit. And so Jake Vertanen's off to the KHL. He sucks. He's terrible, and there's all that legal drama with him. And then Ole Ulaiki we traded to uh, Florida for uh, Lamico, who's actually been a pretty good fourth liner. So no complaints. Um. But yeah, so JT Miller's going to get moved for like a big haul, and the Canucks never went into a true rebuild. Bro, you could see a lot of, you could, yo, potentially Bo Horvat could be off the team. I see that. I I've heard, he said he doesn't want to do another rebuild. Well, I've heard like things where some guys don't get along with him. And that's your captain. No, it's, is that, no, that, that was, bullshit? that was bullshit. That, that, that was bullshit? bullshit articles. Yeah, that's oh, okay. not it. But Horvat has said that um, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to wait around anymore. I wouldn't the team either, needs man. to be competitive. That's frustrating. Like they got all these key guys, like Pedersen, they got Besser, they got Quinn Hughes, they got Thatcher Demko, they got Bo Horvat, JT Miller. Who else? Who else? Like there's so many guys. I mean, Oliver Ekman, Larson, Tyler Myers, Tyler Myers, uh, Myers uh, Niels, yeah. Ho- Niels Hoglander, Vasily Pod Colson, Jason like, Dickinson. Yeah, like, like Jason Dickinson. Like how many times? Like. Like, what do you do different? I don't get what you do different. Uh, it's just... Well, well, Benning fudged the cap, like, so bad. Yeah. Like, well, we can't... The OEL contract sucks. Um, Sucks real bad. Yeah. Tyler Myers' contract sucks real bad, even though I don't really have any complaints about Tyler Myers this year, but the contract sucks. Pullman's contract sucks. Uh, Besser's contract sucks. Be- Besser's qualifying offer is, like, $7.5 million. Like, yeah. what? The guy, like, we all know how good Besser can be, but he's not good enough. No. Night in, night out. With what they need him to be, he's not doing that. He needs 30 goals, man. And he struggles. Like, he struggles, and I don't know what it is. I love Brock Besser. I don't want to see him go, but, like, $7.5 for Besser? That's tough. See, so, go ahead. Like, I was just thinking of a kind of a trade. You said the Rangers, right? And they're looking for some prospects. So, I thought... Maybe they were looking for some guys back, but if you're saying they're looking for prospects, one guy that comes to mind, he's he's not a defenseman. I mean, I can, okay, I can see two guys that he could be traded for. So if you talk about the Rangers, right? And yeah. the Rangers want that that top six guy, which Miller would be. So it makes sense for them. And then they give up what's his name, uh, Vitaly Krastov or something. How do you Krastof. say? Off. Yeah, and that's the guy that doesn't want to play in New York anymore, right? So he cut, yeah. he already wants to be traded, and he does have high value. I know I think he's a pretty good player as well. And then you also put Nils Lundqvist. That's a yeah, so he's the name that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. and you, I mean you send those two guys over, maybe add some picks in there, or maybe some other players. I think that's a pretty solid trade for both both sides. If you're saying that's like their needs as prospects, and the Rangers needs as a top six forward. Yeah, I um, like that. I like that deal. Uh I've heard Kraftsoft not that I have heard him yeah uh being involved what the names that I've seen coming up a lot and one of them is really stupid but I you know <laughs> part of my head goes well, maybe Matthews <laughs> Lafreniere but I don't oh. think it's gonna happen Lafreniere um, I don't know it, no it's not this is my Canucks bias coming out maybe it's not, not yet not, maybe not yet um so names that I hear uh Chittle 
Oh, uh, I've seen him one. too. I've seen him in trade talks as well. Yeah, Chittle is a guy that potentially could be on the way. Ah, dude, like Lafreniere would be fucking. That'd be nice, dude. Like that's um, that's the kind of player they need, right? Yeah. Uh, so here's a, here's here's one that I saw proposed was uh, Keandre Miller, Miller for Miller. Oh, I would like that too. Like Keandre Miller is is a really good defenseman, and he's super yeah. young. He's still super young. Is he a lefty or is he right? Is he right? Dude, I think he's a lefty. Um, yeah, see, we want a righty. I don't. I think is Nils um, Lundqvist the righty right defense? I think so. So the guy that I see coming up a lot is this Braden Schneider kid. Oh yeah, he's supposed 20, to be pretty pro. twenty years old. I mean, he was on. I'm pretty yeah. sure he played for the World Juniors too. So, or like the year yeah, before he's good. this year. Yeah. Um. So that's the name. Uh, so like Braden Schneider, uh, in a first, like it's a pretty high asking price because Miller is pretty valuable and there's a lot of teams who want him. Yep. But uh, also, um, Capo Caco. Maybe. Ooh. Okay, you know that makes sense. He hasn't had success at all. So, like, you see why I don't want Miller to go, but then you start listing off some of these names that the Rangers have, and you think you start to think like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, maybe. I I honestly Uh, would maybe try to go for something or try to work out something. They might get in a lot more more than we're talking about in return for JT Miller. JT Miller is a hot player, and like the thing is, like I remember when everyone was freaking out that he got traded for a first round pick, but. Now he's worth more than a first round pick. I wasn't. I was like, dude, that's a good trade. And like, I didn't even know that he was going to be as good as like, because when he came from Tampa Bay, he was like a third liner, right? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't, I guess, because he's on Tampa Bay, right? And they have so many yeah. top guys on their team. So he's really elevated his game, JT Miller. And he's one of the top players in the league now, I feel. Or he's one of the hot, uh, one of the premier, one piece. of the premier power forwards, I think, man. Like, yeah. He's, he's nasty. But he, yeah, he I, I'd be like, I'd be chill. I'd be chill with like a Chittle, uh, you know, and a uh, a Schneider, whatever, or or that Lung, Lung, Lungfist guy. Yeah, any of those guys, but, right? Uh, It'd be ideal. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, so um, actually, I think here's the. Oh, hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold on. Just give me, give me one second. I might have a fun, a fun uh, little fact here. I love fun facts, Brace. Okay, here's a very fun fact. So you know Emily uh, Castongi, the uh, yep, the the AGM the Canucks just hired. Yep, she's she's Lafreniere's agent. No way, way. So she's doing both. Well, not anymore. She can't now, but she oh, was. Oh wow, that's interesting. Actually, I didn't know she was agents for a bunch of these French players. Yeah, she's I, she's pretty big deal. That's crazy. So, um, I don't uh, know. Could you imagine? Could might... you imagine the Rangers sending us uh, Lafreniere? Lafreniere. See, she might have the leverage that you guys need to get him. I don't know, man. She might be Maybe able to convince him. I don't think it's about convincing him. It's about convincing the Rangers. He doesn't. He doesn't fit. You know. So like, he doesn't fit. That's the thing. At that point, do you give up more? On the Canuck side, then, if you trade for Lafreniere, or do you like still? It's the same, the same thing, or do they the it same would, value? I think, I think it would at least be a one for one, if not the Canucks also giving up like a second or something. But like, yeah. on, well, to be honest, that might be a huge underpay for Lafreniere. I don't know. I don't know how much the Rangers think of him, or how highly they think of him at this point. Oh. But he's been bad. Yeah, he's been very underwhelming. 
And right. Like how many points does he have this season? I want to look that oh, up. I just, we always look this up, but it's, it's, and never it's nothing been. special. It's nothing special. 11 points in 41 games. And it's his second year. Like you would think a first overall pick and they compared him to Sidney Crosby, which is a great comparison. Right. Like <laughs> excellent comparison. Bang yeah. on speculation. Yeah. But like, it's just, here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. So do you Capo think Kako has more points than him? Yeah, well, here's the thing. Do you think giving up JT Miller to New York and getting Lafreniere back is an underpayment? Like right like, now? Do you think right now? Like right now? Do you think or do you think the projection, the prospect, the the potential is enough? Because you could look at it at either angle, right? You could look at Lafreniere and say like, okay, he's got the potential, but like, bro, lots of players have had potential in the past and never even come close to realizing it. It first happens, aren't right? into that. It happens. Yeah. Even to first overall picks, like Neil Yakupov. Look at, like, look at him. Look at how exactly. his career went. There's a lot of first overalls that, that never turn into what we think first overalls should be. Exactly. But I, th- I, think, I think, go ahead. Lafreniere, like, I want to believe in him. I like him. I think he's a really good player. I think they kind of threw him in. You know, they kind of threw him yeah. in and they expected him to be better than he he he's than he actually is and he's not as developed as they thought he was. You know? I also think the Rangers got good a lot quicker than they thought they were going to get. I good. think so too. Man, they're one of the top leagues, the top teams in the league this year. Who expected that? No one. I didn't. I thought they're still like no. maybe a rebuilder or maybe the the like maybe just on the edge of the playoffs, right? I mean, it helps when you have uh, players like Adam Fox emerge. Yeah, out of best, nowhere. Best, de- best defenseman in the NHL right now. Whoa, whoa. that's he I is. Mean, I guess he's got he the is. Norris. He's got he the is. Norris. Man, I, I, he gets a point you think he's almost every McCarr? day. Yeah, he's better than Makar. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. very close. But I think so. I don't know. I have a f- no, no, I, I could, I, it, I, okay, yeah, no, not, that, it's hard to decide who's better there. But. I mean, you want the Norris. I mean, like, I can't fault you for thinking that. Like, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if he's better than Makar. He might be. I don't really, I haven't really watched very much of Adam Fox play. I don't really watch that many Rangers games, if I'm being honest with you. I, I don't, I don't either, but um, I'm looking at stats right now, and this is a little off topic, but Chris Kreider is leading goal, the goals for the league right now. Yeah, so I was going to say, I don't think they expected Chris Kreider to have the best no. scoring season of his career at age 30. I thought Chris Kreider was on his, uh, on the decline, you know, getting older. I always thought Chris Kreider was just a chippy top six forward who could contribute a little oh, bit. I thought he was know? a third line guy. Like, I, I didn't think. Nah, I never thought that. Yeah, well, he's proven that he's not. So he. No. He has more goals than Ovechkin this year so far. He could win the Maurice I mean, Rocket Richard Trophy. Chris Carter. I mean, you look at you look at what they have. Like Panarin's Benajad. Like yeah, that's insane. They've done the, definitely done the right things in, in the New York Rangers system there. And oh, look at how many prospects they have, man! Now, they have a million prospects that they can just ship out. Yeah. They also have they also, they also have two uh, two like goalies, like one of which has become probably top three in the league, and the other one who's not not bad. You know, no. that's another asset they have. They have so many assets. They do. To they, get better. Like, you you look at their roster, and a lot of them are young players. They're not even, like, yeah. that old, right? Like, they're all young. 
And to have the that problem success for them, players, I mean, yeah, what's the problem? They need they need Lafreniere and Kako to figure it out. That's true. And once they do figure it out, that team will be the most dangerous team in the NHL. And I don't know if they yeah. will, though. That's the thing. Like, will but they here, but, it but out? like Panarin, Kreider, Zabinajad, Strom are not young. No. Right? Like, the, like uh, Zabinajad and Strom are 28, the youngest. And then Panarin and Kreider are 30. Yeah. So the Rangers, you know, they don't want to be a flash in the pan, right? Like, they need these younger guys who they drafted real high. Because their top players, are, are besides Kreider, who was drafted a million years ago, are not their picks. Yep. Right? These are guys who have come in as veterans that they've signed over the course of the last few years or traded for. So they need they need the players who they drafted really high during their bum years to figure it out. And if they don't figure it out, this is going to be a flash in the pan. Yeah. I, I, I don't agree. know if you agree with me. I do. Yeah. I do. And it is. I guess it's only been a few years as Capo, Kako and uh, Lafreniere have been in the league, right? So maybe they do turn it on later on in their career but that that yeah. kind of sucks that they that it t- takes them a little longer you know when you expect them to be great players right away but it just might happen that way just because of how rushed they were like well not, not saying they rushed themselves i think they didn't expect how good they were going to be and no it's going much faster than it that that they actually anticipated it was going to go and maybe Lafreniere and Capocaco feel pressured. Like like that's, that's a lot of responsibility for them. It's just, just think how young they are. They're really young. Well, this it's a big luxury right now for them to be able to play underneath of, of a top four like that. Yeah. Like a Panarin, so, a Benajad, a, uh, you know, like Kreider and Strom. Kreider and Strom. Like, like that's really solid, man. And yeah. like Strom, like, I don't know if they're going to be able to resign him because yeah. uh, some, Sabinajad's going to 8.5 million, dude. And yep. Fox, after the season, goes to 9.5. Yeah, that's I don't true. know if they're going to be able to... Re- yeah, like, they um, have what they have, right? Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, did, well, say, say if JT Miller went there, do you think they could keep him for the next year? Or is it just a rental? I mean, I, I they would definitely keep him for next season. It depends on what he wants. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he's a free agent. Oh, I could see him re-signing. I mean, the team's got a lot of problems. Yeah, but. if the Rangers are good, he probably would want to stay with them. Like, can you t- maybe take a little yeah. less money to win the cup? Yeah, and he's taken discounts before. Oh yeah, definitely. And he's always been that guy that hasn't really wanted like wanted much money. Like he and you can kind of place him anywhere in the lineup, and um, he can play on that first line no problem. He that's can score goals. So valuable. Yeah, he can play all three positions too. That's 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 amazing. I mean. I just think he's a like we we last time we talked about like the, the top guys on the trade list, but if he is a guy that's seriously being considered being traded, he's the number one he guy. Is. He is the number one guy. He, I think so too. I think he's 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 better than Klingberg. Yeah, for sure. I'd rather JT Miller than Klingberg. I'd rather do, you know, have Travis Dermon on my team than um Klingberg. You know, what I mean, and, and get JT yeah. Miller at the same time. So yeah. Well, hopefully the Rangers dish out a lot for him, man. As a Canucks fan, I'm hoping, dude, because, oh, my God. You guys deserve it. I mean, you guys deserve a break because, like, or some smart moves. I think Rutherford has his ways of building a good team, and he's showed it in the past with the Penguins. So, Oh, yeah, Rutherford brought, knows. Brought them, he, man, he brought them three cups. So, 
or two cups. Yeah. I don't know who the GM was before. It was, it was Ray Shira, wasn't it? Uh, 2009. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. And I really think the Rangers are the top contenders for him. Cause I think that's the thing that makes the most sense to do like to trade. For, and they have who, the most, most guys. Who's the for GM him. for the Rangers? What's his name? Uh, oh, I know this. Because I'm pretty sure they have the guy, like the former coach of like the Oilers. Hold on. Really? That's Chris Chris Jury. Smart guy. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because they fired their GM. And Glenn then- Slather. Or Glenn Sather. He was like the... Uh, he was like Dynasty Oilers guy. Yep. Um, I mean, Chris Jury depends what he wants to do. Um, this is a guy that's been in the league before too. So like that, I mean, he's been in the situation too. I'm sure he's been traded before. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see JT Miller's. I any team would love to have JT Miller. It doesn't matter what kind of team you are. But um, oh right, they have Gerard Gallant as their coach. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty good coach too, right? Really good coach. He brought he brought Vegas to the the, the finals in their first year. Really good coach. Yeah, man. like that's the Rangers are just stacked, dude. Like I wouldn't be surprised to see them go deep. Uh, exactly, okay. especially if at JT Miller, you're gonna go too far in the playoffs. Oh yeah, JT Miller is gonna bump that team up. Oh yeah, big time. Um, all right, is that all? Is that all we have to talk about today? That is all. Um, I'm just gonna mention a few like minor things just uh, to end it off. Yeah, here. go for it. Um that Keith Yandel is the new Iron Man in the NHL. He has, has the longest consecutive games played, passing... Uh, oh, what's his name? Good uh, for Keith. What's the guy's name? Jarvis? What's what was his first name? Doug Jarvis. Doug Jarvis. So I, it was like 900-something games, but um, I could pull it up right now, but who cares? <laughs> um, but no, that's pretty impressive, Keith Yandel. I mean, I think he's a great defenseman. Florida screwed up on him. I think they should have kept him. He's I mean, maybe they shouldn't have room for him, but congratulations to Keith Yandel. Um, there was also an incident in the ECHL. We won't dive deep into this just because um, it's a hard topic to talk talk about. Um, where there was a racial gesture towards uh, Jordan Subban, PK Subban's brother, um, uh, by Jacob Panetta. I think his name is. Um, it's just a tough situation to like dissect here. Um, you never know. I mean, what to, goes to be on. impartial, he is denying that it was a racial gesture. Yes. So it's up to you whether or not you believe him. Yes. Um, it's very hard to tell because yeah. you weren't on the ice there, but um, yeah, I think Don't anything related, I think anything related to a racial slur gesture, anything, it, it obviously is not being tolerated anymore. It's which despicable, is a good, it's, man. It's a good thing to see that they're taking action. And I like that because there's nothing, there's no room for that in our in our game. Like why? Like why? Ha- why do that? If it was a racial gesture, he should be gone forever. Yeah, and they they did terminate his contract and they suspended him, which um, is the right call. And they're going to investigate in it too. So they're they're not taking it lightly, and that's a good thing to see. Even if it was, if even if he didn't actually do a racial gesture, it's a good thing that they're looking into it. They're doing something which the ECHL really needs to do because. They're under heat for some things, and it's just a... It's just that a, league is a mess. It is It is a mess, and I just hope, like, everything uh, gets... It just it just creates more awareness, and I, I'm glad P.K. Subban took to social media because he's a big following, and he uses his power, and it, it, it really got to people, and it, I think it made action happen, 
And, you know, I just hopefully don't see like that stuff in, in the league anymore or anywhere in hockey or anywhere in the world. It's just no room for that stuff. It's just ridiculous, especially at the age they are, too. Like, you should know better. Grow, um, the fu- grow up. Yeah, exactly. Grow up. Um, we're all equal and everyone deserves to, to do the same thing. Everyone's human. And um, it just you don't want to see anything bad happen, um, especially racial gestures. It's just not it's not there's no room for it. Um Continuing on, I think that's it. I thought it thought of different more things, but uh, I think that's all we have to talk about this podcast. Um, we I finally figured out. I probably said this last podcast, but I finally figured out how to link everything below um, our Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, um, everything in the in the Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you can click whatever link you want to click uh, click to see all of our socials. We greatly appreciate it. Um, just make sure you check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also greatly appreciated. Uh, I know Bryce is working hard on uh, some videos for the YouTube channel, which is exciting yeah, to see. Yeah, new videos coming out real soon. Photoshop. Whole bunch of them. Photoshop was being a bitch to him, which is always huh. fun. Don't you love it when Photoshop crashes right after you've cut John I, Klingberg out of a 4K picture? I absolutely love, love that? that. That sounds satisfying, honestly. It's just more yeah. rewarding, right? When you finish it. <laughs> oh, it pissed me off so bad. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who's starting for Ottawa tonight? Matt Murray. Well, he's gonna get a freaking shutout. Ten more minutes. Actually, more minutes. Good for him. Good for him, man. He deserves it. He's been had a tough road. Fifteen I, more minutes, though. So I might have just cursed it. But I, I really hope you didn't. But like that'd be man. Two times Stanley. He's gonna get the win, right man. They're up four nothing unless Ottawa absolutely. Who knows? It's the Ottawa Senators. You never know. I knew I, I knew I should have picked a Pulpy tonight. Oh. Dallas is leading New Jersey four to one. I oh, goalies are a struggle in fantasy, man. Goalies I cannot win this year, man. I I thought I was doing well, man. I'm bumped down to fourth, and you're up to second. So. Actually, yeah, I can win. I'm, I'm I'm second or third in every <laughs> league I'm in. Um, That's pretty good. Um, I also hit platinum on fantasy hockey. I don't know if you really knew there was ranks. Yeah, I did. I did. I think I'm Let me view your profile. Let me see which one. I think I'm silver. I think I'm silver. Silver. I'm still a rook. Come on, man. You got to bump those numbers up, buddy. I'm an amateur. Hey, maybe after this season, I will. So uh, you should probably hit gold this year if you continue to do well. Our league is so close, though. Oh, for, it's really close. And anyone can win. I just want to be in the top six. Yeah. Make the playoffs. Make yeah. the playoffs. All right. Uh, we probably end it there. And uh, it was a pretty good episode. Um, we'll see if uh, our trade predictions come true and thank you thank you guys for listening Uh, we hope you have a good one stay safe guys we'll see you all in the next episode peace peace